Welcome back to Navigate Transformation, directions to lead your teams into what's next, brought to you by Capgemini Invent. In our last episode, you got Andreas Hasse's view on how your leaders should embody the same vision and how to get there. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how good transformation governance helps Trump beat the transformation while staying close to transformation leaders. We have some practical advice coming for you and of how good governance provides reinforcement at weak spots. My name is Christoph and I'm the host for today's episode and with me again is Hans Henrik, who's our VP for Operational Change Management. Hans Henrik, we still see organizations struggling with transformation, and part of it may just be about how they govern it. What is the difficulty and the underlying problem when it comes to realizing good transformation governance? Yes, Christoph, you're right. Many organizations uh, fail to land complex uh, transformation successfully, often due to poor transformation governance. Now, from our point of view, an elementary problem is the emergent disconnect between what leaders observe from the top and what is actually happening in the company. What happens is that employees' challenges, or rather their pain points, do not reach the leadership level. So this in turn means that leaders cannot react to what on uh, the minds of their employees and thus cannot work with them to find solutions. So... And what happens if you're not addressing the reservations? It inevitably leads to employees denying your role as a pioneer of the transformation. Consequently, uh, resignation grows and eventually paralyzes the uh, transformation. Okay, so let's look into this disconnect between what leaders observe and what actually happens. How exactly does good transformation governance help me prevent this disconnect from happening and in worst case then paralyze my organization? Well, um, change governance is about uh, helping uh, entire organizations through the transformation. This uh, means actively impacting the emotions of large groups of people um, and most critically uh, with the right timing. What the paralyzed transformation program does not realize is that governance is responsible for moving people systematically. Governance needs to build a momentum. Actually, it needs to build a sequence of momenti with an increasing excitement. And why is this? Well, momentum does something to people. Momentum comes about when you learn something new, learn here or achieve something new. It can be a video uh, explaining something, putting it right on the spot and you finally understand. It can be an attractive leaflet about the new way of working in your environment or it can be an event to meet your new team that you'll be working with in the future. It can be a successfully completed training to upskill you for a new job. It's got to be something out of the ordinary. Um, and um, what I did not mention is that managers play an important part uh, in, in uh, transporting and uh, building such momentum. So the recipe is to cleverly distribute momentum activities um, to keep up the pressure. I like to see the altitude, but to keep up the pressure to move and push forward. And definitely this way you get out of the deadlock of a paralyzed mode. 
Okay, let's talk about more, a bit more about the role of managers because I share that they're a, they have a, an important role in transformation and they're critical to communicate key messages top down, but also provide insights on how these are perceived uh, and where there's issues with it. How do I ensure information flow in both directions, and how can I detect weak spots at the individual level? Both directions, um, right? Meaning top down and bottom up, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, thanks. Uh, well, um, I just mentioned a momentum, and uh, mo- and momentum um, means a sense of progress. It's the sense of progress that makes people move forward on their journey. So, how can we make sure that uh, this is actually also the experience? Well, um, great studies uh, with large uh, number of observations indicate, all of them actually, indicate that it's a word from your direct boss that carries the most weight. Um, so, so it's a word from your direct boss that is clearly the number one communication source uh, that impacts uh, people and is taken seriously. So, and and if you think about it, uh, almost everyone has a boss, whatever level. So it's only a natural consequence that we, for larger programs, make use of the existing hierarchy and organization to cascade information top-down systematically. And it goes the other way around as well. Uh, collecting feedback systematically or to pick up special issues. It's um, For that, it's important uh, that formal reporting lines can also handle this. Now, whereas management typically does a good job of distributing information, collecting feedback and reacting to insufficient uh, progress usually needs a specific training. We like to do this in groups of uh, managers, um, and it becomes uh, very uh, powerful when managers realize that the job is uh, not really to manage but to lead lead the dialogue, lead my team um, into the uh, new area that the transformation takes us to. So, um, and for that, and let me just, um, and I think that's important, Christoph, I'd like to point to three techniques um, to apply here. Uh, The first one being use campaigns. Top-down information uh, about transformation is best to bundle in easily identifiable um, campaigns that drive momentum. This moves people to a new level of understanding for the transformation, um, and it leads also people to take specific actions. Secondly, teach managers. Teach managers to assess uh, progress of own unit uh, of transformation cycle. Because if they do the job of communication, uh, and then what's more natural if they can actually assess themselves how how effective had they been, and to be able to do that instantly. This ensures fastly improving uh, improvement in uh, communication, and everyone uh, will sense this. So if you think about it, um, the other way around, so having managers really work, communicating, but also um, assessing their unit, then you can actually, I would I would say, almost completely substitute the use of electronic surveys that typically takes at least three weeks to run through and get results that you would actually, if you have been bothered about it, actually would know yourself. Thirdly, and I said there were three points, uh, consolidate progress. So as much as you work locally at every managerial level and with their team, the, the subordinates of the 
the manager, you would want uh, at every hierarchical uh, level, across level, um, to make sure that the progress um, of transformation is published. So, you know, have my people understood? Have they, have, are they accepting? Are they progressing? You would like to keep that transparent at a managerial level amongst the groups. So, um, so at first, of course, this transparency animates, animates uh, managers to do a good job. Um, simply not to stand out negatively. Uh, for every time uh, feedback is collected, and I would say typically every three to six weeks, um, we get this uh, progress into a table. Let's call it a scoreboard um, and get it into the company's intranet so we can have managers watch it each other. Um, it becomes increasingly a source for peers to exchange best practice uh, um on in managing transformation uh, progress at their departments and to your question how do i detect uh, weak points well christoph uh, look into the scoreboard uh, you will find the parts of the organization with slow progress and special issues that are not resolved those are the points um, on the organization you'd like to grab under the arms and help forward one um, one practical experience i had um um, um illustrating the 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 magnificent uh, advantage of the system is uh, a doing a um, transformation at a manufacturers uh, to standardize processes um there was a ceo uh, we had a ceo there who uh, uh, at one point launched with a distantly involved expert on logistics um and uh, he complained that uh, people knew nothing about the upcoming change. The CEO turned, barely f having finished his dessert, turned up in the um, program uh, governance team requesting that the communication program would have to be done all over again. Um, now, luckily, we had just had our third round uh, of feedback and we had just consolidated it and could pinpoint to to the point where his uh, lunch mate uh, was at and could re see that they were not um, they were not uh, up to par. So um, it turned out to be the internal logistics and car park management uh, with uh, poor information progress due to inconsistency in the way they were spreading the news. Um, the CEO uh, helped us instantly um, uh, by grabbing the phone and calling up, uh, let's say, the top of the weak point, that particular uh, part of the management, to and uh, they got back on uh, track uh, easily. And uh, moreover, the CEO began to take a lot of interest in this scoreboard. Um, very helpful indeed. Um, it's, it's a funny story, but... Unfortunately, it's also a common uh, observation. And um, it proves what I said at first, uh, Christoph. It's very hard for managers to take appropriate actions on what they see and what they hear only. Systematic governance gives you a better transformation overview and it avoids uh, you from committing basic mistakes. 
All right, let's let's dig a bit deeper here. Uh, you've again highlighted the role of management, of middle management, uh, especially to pass on feedback and concerns and the, to detect resistees and potentially other issues in communications or even what's been done. How exactly would you set up a system that supports them doing uh, doing this job? Yeah, well, um, so. so most organizations have over the last 10 years learned that sponsorship by top management is a must. And that's good. So we progressed. The world has moved on. Uh, now what comes strong into the foreground is that it's, it's about winning the broader middle management. That's key. We see, uh, again, from studies that it's only a very small fraction of organizations that actually consistently involve uh, the um, middle management actively um, and uh, and they learn uh, to lead the way and but there's a strong correlation they are almost without exception successful these organizations so it's obviously involving middle management is key on the other hand we have um, a, a strong trend since years a collaborative media gives the top management the feeling that they can go in and communicate from the top to everyone so it has now become a game of uh, transporting information from one to many, so from one person to everyone. And um, basically, when doing that, uh, you end up communicating past the middle management. Um, and that's an issue. And the issue starts when the many who have received communication uh, from the one want to uh, respond, put questions. And it's not realistic for a CEO to uh, handle the many, let's call them invitations to a dialogue. Now, and here the point is that the damage has happened because at this point, when you communicated past the middle management, you didn't bring them up to power. How, how can they go in and interact? The middle management having not been a part of uh, spreading the information has no alternative but to watch. Or even worse, the middle management might join the side of the staff when tough questions come up with the statement, sorry, I can't help you, just F. I have no idea what's going on. It's all coming from the ivory tower, you know. That's terrible. Um, I call it the lazy compromise, you know, when when, when the leader uh, goes uh, turns uh, on the side of the, the staff because the... Um, the manager should have taken the extra effort and assumed the role of a leader. But that's another story. So to your question, Christoph, um, how transformation governance is set up to support middle management in leading transformation is relevant indeed. And uh, if you let me, there are three factors of um, uh, transformation governance uh, function to handle to become successful uh, in uh, engaging middle management that I'd like to line up. Uh, Firstly, uh, before way before the transformation gets uh, public, uh, make sure that you build trust. Trust. This is where to start. Over a longer period, it could be 9 to 12 months to give you an idea, before the transformation is known, the top management needs to consistently do what they say in front of the middle management, so the middle management can rely on intention and execution. 
I think Dr. Hasse, Dr. Andreas Hasse did an excellent job of speaking to that in the previous podcast. So I'd like to uh, encourage all listeners who haven't had a chance to uh, go back and listen to Andreas Hasse's um, um, podcast on that. Anyway, um, the second point, uh, during the preparation of the transformation, during the setup, drill all situations that middle managers most likely will have to deal with. Workshop and train the management to be the extended arm of the top management leading the teams uh, through transformation. The better they are at it, the middle managers, the more issues will be resolved instantly and on the spot. And the issues will only rarely be sent on the long travel through hierarchies. This is real transformation. Thirdly, while transformation is going on, um, reinforce the middle management in um, uh, cascading information and collecting feedback by being present in as many places as possible. Why? Why is that important uh, to reinforce the middle management in 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 the communication act? Because every time transformation, every time information is passed from one hierarchical level uh, to the next either upwards or downwards, uh, some information is actually lost. So we've got to be there and reinforce that. Um, an example, um, how this system works and can be incredibly effective um, um, was when I was um, facilitating the transformation uh, um, and some 8,000 staff to move jobs, not only changing role, but also changing their uh, legal entity into new companies, new brands, um, quite significant change. Um, now, that, there was a, there was a five-month uh, program from announcement until uh, uh, going live, um, and we moved uh, all these people um starting with of course um uh, well prepared announcements and because we've been ex- exercising uh with the staff before we were able to systematically uh evaluate how we had how our exercise had been and um i just i, I just recall this situation this this um, conference call we had with i would say about 20 to 30 uh managers of a group of almost 2000 staff uh, in Dusseldorf, uh, whom we just briefed, and we were reflecting on the questions and 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 where how which group is progressing, how well, and and the discussion got incredibly detailed very quickly and very focused, and and at some point said, oh, so you mean the guy on the second row in the purple in the purple shirt. And everybody on the phone said yes, <laughs> and and so that just goes to show how precise uh, the observations uh, get once you once you work as a manager in a system systematically taking them forward, leading them forward. Uh, what transformation uh, is or means to them. So so we were able to pinpoint an important uh, decision maker and uh, able to go in and. Um, and uh, focus on exactly that spot. Very nice. Okay, this sounds like just very easy and simple to do, Uh, but does this work every time for every kind of transformation? (laughs) Um, 
it takes practice. So, so, so uh, uh, the recipe that I'm giving you works every time from a team dynamic uh, element. Um, that that's uh, this is almost guaranteed. However, uh, organizations need to learn to handle this. So, you know, the, the first couple of rounds, uh, you go out and do this. It doesn't quite uh, work. You you need to practice a little bit. Uh, so, so like I said, um, you need uh, you need two, three uh, feedback rounds to be. Uh, perfect, but um, but you know, let, let me take this chance to reflect on a couple of uh, pitfalls. I, four pitfalls come to my mind um, that can undermine how effective um, the system is. So I told you before about the lazy compromise, meaning that um, um, it doesn't work if middle managers aren't properly briefed, and I've seen this happen. So as a result. Um, if middle managers are not briefed uh, to take uh, this kind of difficult questions, uh, they they turn around. Uh, they are not with you, but they turn around and are against you. So um, and then they start forwarding difficult questions um, through their managers, meaning up the hierarchy and putting a big burden. A second pitfall, pitfall um, related and maybe more detailed, uh, can be that your middle management um, is indeed prepared and informed, but missed the opportunity um, to to really vent and pass on questions, and um, they could not answer themselves. Uh, so they need to understand the whole system behind it um, to to think and to work out. Um, reasonable responses by logic as well uh, because we can't make 100% complete Q&A catalogs and and but this in turn also you know um if you don't have this under control it increases uncertainty um and it this uncertainty spreads uh, up the hierarchy and you know um cert- uncertainty uh, leads to frustration and fear in across the entire management so so you 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 need to find mechanisms to deal with the tougher questions now the um um a third pitfall we i observed many times is uh, not having the right people on board uh, when setting up the uh, transformation uh, leadership roles uh, with your transformation team on a local level uh, so people staff for these roles often lack um, the specific um, transformation skills and uh, time to achieve uh, responsibilities and deliverables and um, one lastly fourthly uh, relevant pitfall i'd like to mention is the um, when there's a missing linkage between the decentral local governance programs and the central governance program so this this happens in large organizations large rollouts and that means that uh, we see this uh, local units operate autonomously um, without uh, connecting to the overall uh, change program, uh, change uh, governance. Um, and um, I saw this recently at a large consumer goods organization that a um, in a rollout, um, the country, uh, a country should have. Um, kept to the party line uh, didn't uh, claimed uh, claim for a number of other reasons uh, claimed autonomy and wasted basically nine months and had to redo uh, um, most of the core program as a consequence of not um, being well linked to the central program um yeah so 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 the pitfalls are indeed um, um, out there
All right, at this point of our conversation, I'd like you to take our listeners to, to what's next. So let's assume we, we do have the information on lacks of clarity uh, of the impact. Uh, we, we do know the questions we're expecting. Uh, we do know of the concerns the, the staff has. What's next? How exactly do you act on these insights to continuously improve clarity and not get paralyzed by employees' concerns, but instead push the transformation ahead? Share, share, share. So share status, make status transparent um, because it sets uh, free uh, other energies um, that are important. Uh, share lessons, lessons learned, uh, make them um, as well uh, transparent, but also take feedback 100% seriously because usually when people bother to give feedback, there's more behind it. Yeah. And share credits. So everything that works, share it. Uh, and it's the only thing that I know that when you share it, it doubles or quadruples. Um, share credits and you'll all be famous and have a great momentum. How do we facilitate sharing so it's taken seriously? Um, good point. Uh, well, mobilize the management, uh, top management. Mobilize the top management to to um, uh, give recognition. Um, it works every time. Okay, so you see, you say re reinforcement using top management is the key to to increase momentum to take up one of the things you mentioned. Do yeah, absolutely. Um, and and as, uh, reinforcement is is a wonderful thing because it gives stability and certainty. We're doing the right thing. Um, so uh, what's really essential and what makes a difference is to have. Uh, a central uh, governance structure, uh, in other words, an overall framework uh, to capture uh, the organization's emotional state, solve the basics that are crucial uh, for all units, and in parallel establish decentralized structures that enable governance at a local level. And locally, uh, members uh, of uh, the transformation team exercising uh, leadership roles should be carefully selected or at least uh, at a minimum coached uh, to be sure that they um, possess the required skills and have the mandate and the time to fulfill uh, the role as an agent for the transformation adequately. You will find that um, structures are useful if they allow uh, the inf uh, for information to flow in both directions, top-down and bottom-up. So keep in mind to especially prepare your middle managers for upcoming employee concerns. Um, the overall piece of advice, the overall number one piece of advice, is um, be systematic about transformation. Thank you. It's been a great pleasure again to talk to you. Thank you for sharing your experiences and revealing what good transformation governance really is about. Uh, and what I take away is that good governance is about implementing and connecting governance structures centrally and locally uh, and utilizing uh, middle management as key players in sharing information top down, but also insights and feedback bottom up. 
thank you for listening too and I hope you've got some valuable practices you can apply during your daily work we'll share even more with you in our next episode talking about the necessity of winning and hiring your middle management for your transformation we, we come across this today and next time we'll share with you a bit more about how exactly to do that so click on subscribe to your podcast and follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter you'll find our LinkedIn and Twitter handle in the description thank you again Atenric, uh for your time and valuable insights